welcome. My name is Alfonso Severos, and this is Jazz Just the Way We Like It. Jazz Just the Way We Like It is my weekly podcast recorded live at Brick Arts in downtown Brooklyn, the People's Republic of Brooklyn. We play those classic jazz songs of the 1950s, the 1960s, and the 1970s. Those songs I grew up on as a young man listened to. And now here I am playing them for your enjoyment and also to introduce a younger generation to that fabulous, fabulous, creative American art form known as jazz. Hey, welcome to my podcast. I'm in the studio flying solo today. Hey, I want to start off by uh, talking about a few things. The first thing has to do with recently, a few weeks ago, a young lady from Bernard College was killed in Riverside Park. And uh, the police arrested uh, two days ago a young man who, was, who they say was responsible for stabbing this college student. He was 14 years old. 14 years old. And they are going to try him as an adult. That raises some very interesting questions. Should a 14-year-old, regardless of the crime, be charged as an adult? Uh, you can say that a 14-year-old knows better, and this is true, or should know better. And violence is violence, and criminal behavior is criminal behavior. But what does science tell us? We know that the brain of a teenager sort of operates differently from the brain of an adult. In other words, the emotional part of the brain is quicker to respond than the logical uh, part of the brain that thinks about consequences. Uh, And that's not to justify the actions of this young man. Murder is murder. But other countries, some other countries, do not treat children do not try children as an adult. And if a teenager commits an horrendous crime, that teenager is not charged as an adult. There are interesting moral and legal questions around this. And uh, unfortunately in this country, uh, we don't pay much attention to the science. Uh, And this young man is going to be tried as an adult. All right, folks. That's just an opinion. That's just something to think about because it raises legal but more important moral questions. You know, I always start the podcast off with a a song that sort of speaks to uh, the social issues 
and I'm gonna and I'm gonna uh, or speaks to uh, progressive issues. Here's one. I'm sure you know the song. It was made famous by Sly and the Family Stones. Everyday people. Sometimes I'm right and I can be wrong. My own beliefs are in my songs. Butcher, the baker, the drummer, and then makes no difference what group I'm in. Everyday people playing for change. That's that fabulous uh, Sly and the Family Stones song from the 1960s, man. That talks about acceptance, differences and acceptance. Uh, what a fabulous song. I mean, the words ring tr- it rang true in the 1960s, and, they, and it rang, and it still rings true today. You know, we... Uh, Got to live together. 
And so we survive as a species or we die as a species. Uh, different strokes. Uh, uh, the song was Everyday People. All right, let's get some jazz going, man, before we, I start talking about politics. And you know I have to talk about politics because it's important. But before I jump into politics, I got to get the move going with a little Mingus, Charlie Mingus, man, the master himself, bass player, Charlie Mingus, folks. And this is uh, a song called Better Get Hit in Your Soul, Charlie Mingus. Better 
That's Mingus, Charlie Mingus on a 1963 album, uh, Mingus, 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 on a piece called Better Get Hit in Your Soul. Charlie Mingus, man, the master bass player. He was playing double bass on that. Mingus was born, uh, when was Charlie Mingus born? 1922. Mingus was born in 1922 when he passed in 1979, heart attack. He was 56 years old, but he was known as a creative genius in the jazz world. Charlie Mingus, one of the best at his instrument, the bass. All right, I hope you enjoyed that piece. You know, I always love listening to Mingus because his music always has surprises. Just when you thought that record was over, he switched it up on you. All right, that's Mingus. Uh, Sonny Still, and here's a piece called Four. Sit back and enjoy this one.
If you love the bebop style of jazz, then I know you had to like that piece. Sonny Stilt on alto sax, Eddie Lockjaw Davis on tenor sax, Harry Edison on uh, trumpet, Eddie Higgins on piano, Don Mass on bass, and Duffy Jackson on the drums. And that was bop at its best, that bebop style. All right, folks. Uh, time to talk a little politics. Uh, my my uh, co-host, Larry, is not here today, so I guess I gotta. It's me and you, and uh, I don't know about you, but uh, I'm feeling the burn. That's right, man. I'm feeling it. The burn strong. I'm talking about my man Bernie Sanders. Yep, I'm saying it. Watch out, Democrats. I know they're going to do a few things trying to knock him off, but he's coming on strong, strong. Recent New York Times poll, poll had him with uh, over 30% of the Democratic support. Wow. And he's leading in Nevada. He already won Iowa and New Hampshire. And he has strong Latino support in Nevada, and that's so important. He's putting together a coalition, folks. Watch it. Watch him. And South Carolina, the two primaries coming up this week, Nevada and South Carolina. Nevada, strong Latino presence. South Carolina, strong African-American presence in the Democratic voting primary. And if he can come in first or second in South Carolina, if he pulls out first uh, and uh, at least a 10-point lead over Bloomberg, which I think he's already doing, his, his numbers in the African-American community with support has been going up, up, and up. Uh, he's in the 20s, 25%. No, not the 20s, like uh, 18%, I'm sorry. But it's increasing. If Bernie takes Nevada and South Carolina, it is going to be hard to stop him. The only one who has a chance is Bloomberg. And you know, I can't see that man buying the election. Uh, he's, he will, he's not even participating in South Carolina and Nevada. He's putting all his marbles in, in one bag, Super Tuesday. Well, Super Tuesday, a total of 1,991 1, delegates are chosen. No, total, the total is 1,991 altogether. Super Tuesday, they will pick 1,300. So it's important. Is it possible for... Bloomberg to pull it out or any other candidate by sweeping Super Tuesday? Very so. Very possible. Very, very possible. But Bernie is on a roll. He's putting together a which looks like a diverse group of backers. All right. Progressives, African-Americans, Latinos, young, young whites, uh, Hard combination to stop. Mind you, someone, 
who uh, 10 years ago, 11 years ago, Barack Obama. Uh, Bernie's no Barack, but he's the best they have to offer. And then, uh, this, it's time for a serious change in this country, and he's the, the one that will attempt to do it. Whether he gets it through or not, we'll see. But uh, I'm feeling the burn, folks. I'm feeling the burn. All right. Uh, here's, I have to say, man, here's a lady that is, whoa, Jasmina Horn. You got to, if you don't know Jasmina Horn, you're going to listen to this and it's going to blow you away. Afro Blue, I see you and wade in the water. Melodies. Jasmina Horn.
from the album A Social Call, Afro Blue, I See You, Wade in the Water. Jasmine Horn, man, what a creative, expressive piece. Uh, artists like this don't come along very often, man, so we need to support her. This speaks to the social conditions of our, our lives. Uh, very creative, very creative. And what a voice, what a range, what a range. You know, have that kind of voice that can sing and produce sounds, man. Uh, oh, yeah. Afro Blue, I See You, Wade in the Water. Jasmina Horn from the album A Social Call. All right, folks. Oh, man. I, uh, that perked me up. I don't know about you, but I'm feeling good. Uh, time to relax a little with some gentlemen who, uh, well, I remember them when I was a young man. Uh, the first jazz album I ever had, it was actually my older brother's album, was by this group, MJQ's Modern Jazz Quartet. The coolest dudes in jazz ever, man. The coolest dudes. They always wore suits, by the way. Uh, and here's a piece by the modern jazz quartet called Yesterdays. So sit back, folks, and enjoy this modern jazz quartet.
yesterday's by the MJQ's Modern Jazz Quartet. Man, what a fabulous mellow piece. You had Connie Kay on drums, John Lewis on piano, and of course, Milt Jackson on vibraphones. That vibraphones and piano produced a synergy that was just perfect, perfect. Uh, and that puts you in a relaxing mood, I hope. MJQ's Modern Jazz Quartet. Always good to listen to them. All right, folks. Uh, we're getting towards last song, man, last song. I turn around and the hour goes by so quick, so quick, man. But here's a piece that I hope you enjoy. This one has a monster lineup, monster lineup, with Freddie Hubbard on trumpet, Eric Dolphy on alto sax and flute, Oliver Nelson on tenor sax, and also arranged by Oliver Nelson, George Benson, oh, George Barrow, Barrow, sorry, on baritone sax, my man Bill Evans on piano, and Paul Chambers on bass with Ray Hayes on drums. Roy Hayes on drums, Oliver Nelson, Stolen Moments. Yeah, sit back and really groove on this last song, folks.
All right, all right, all right. Oliver Nelson, Stolen Moments from the Blues and the Absolute Truth album. I love that title, man. I love it. I consider myself a blues man. Uh, so I can, I can dig that title, The Blues and the Abstract Truth. Not the Absolute, the Abstract Truth. With Paul Chambers, Eric Doffey, Bill Evans, Roy Hayes, Freddie Hubbard, and Oliver Nelson. Whoa, what a powerful lineup. What a powerful lineup. Stolen moments. Stolen moments. Wow, man. It's been a great podcast, folks. Uh, I really hope you enjoyed listening to it. I enjoyed playing it, the music, speaking about some of the songs, and as always, talking about politics, because jazz and politics goes hand in hand. Uh, I'm here solo today. My co-host, Lawrence, But he should be here next time. So, thank you for listening. And uh, spread the word. Just, just the way we like it. It's alive and well. And as always, until the next time.